Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Coming to the climactic end of Luke's Gospel, and Jesus has come to Jerusalem. He comes to this place that overlooks the ancient city, who has this clear view of the whole temple complex. And it says that he comes here and he weeps. There's a church that's on this spot. It's called Dominus Flavit, Latin for the Lord wept. Jesus, at this spot, looking at the ancient city of Jerusalem, soon to be destroyed. And it was, it was destroyed indeed. A few decades after the resurrection of the Lord in, in the year April, or April 70 AD, Around the time of Passover, the Roman general Titus, he besieged Jerusalem. Since this action coincided with the uh, Passover festival, what happened was the city was swollen with millions of pilgrims that had come for the feast. So the Romans, they let them into this city, and then they didn't let them out. So the city was filled beyond capacity strategically depleting food and water and resources pretty fast. It was a horrific, horrific scene. Reports of what it was like on the inside was barbaric. So many people starved to death. Some turned to cannibalism. It was just gruesome. After four months of this siege, right, surrounded on every side, August 70 AD, the Romans, they breached the walls, the third and final wall of Jerusalem, breached through the defenses and essentially massacred everybody inside everybody who was remaining. They razed the city to the ground. They destroyed and burnt the temple. Everything smashed to pieces, never again to be built. The last remaining vestige of the second temple of Jerusalem is that western wall, the Wailing Wall. I was there back in 2017, and you, you don't really, you can't grasp the scope of what this area was. The temple area was something like four or five, like, football stadiums. I mean, massive, massive. The western wall, the retaining wall, there's blocks that are, I mean, are 10, 15 feet high by 20 feet long on this retaining wall. Massive. And they came in and destroyed everything. What does the Lord say at the conclusion of this gospel? He says, this is going to happen. This is prophetic, right? He's saying, this is going to happen because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. It's what we hear at the beginning of John's Gospel, in the prologue of John's Gospel, where he says, the light came into the world, but people preferred darkness. Right? The Lord came to his own, but his own did not receive him. It was rejection from the beginning. Like the ground and condition of happiness, both in this life and in the next life, it's in direct relation to Jesus. Will we open to him? Will we let him in? Will we recognize the hour of our visitation, right? When the bridegroom comes at an unknown hour of the night, will we have our lamps lit, the wicks trimmed, or will we be still searching for faith, right? When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth, faith in the hearts of men, faith not just simply intellectual assent, but faith meaning the openness of the heart, relationship. Will we let him in is the question. When he's here, do we welcome him in? We hear in that book of Revelation, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. 
He who opens to me, I will come in and my father and I will eat and sup with him. There are dire and and devastating consequences if we do not recognize the hour of our visitation, if we do not let him in. Like the destruction of Jerusalem is, is a tiny glimpse of the devastation of the loss of a soul. This is the seriousness. This is the gravitas, the weight of our mortality, the weight of our eternal destiny. Perfectly, we will recognize the hour of our visitation right here, right now. Amen.